0: Things of a divine feminine here. I just wanted to check in with you. I'm pretty sure I'm going to title, I'm not sure what I'm going to title it yet, but I wanted to address something. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people imply in, in or infer that um, Wendy's son is taking advantage of her. I can tell you as someone who used to work in real estate, um, that it is not uncommon for parents to buy properties for their children close to or near to where they're dorming. Um, and what they will do is um, it's much more economical for you to have a mortgage on a, on a house that's close by as opposed to paying dorming fees. It's almost the same as renting. And um, when the child is done with that property, um yeah, they're gonna be there for four years. they can turn around and sell it and get equity out of the home and or um rent it out to other students in that area that is that is a huge talking point um that I was introduced to when i uh started you know connecting with my broker so there's that part of it if anything, I think that they viewed it as more of an investment if i'm if I'm not mistaken I think that that's the purchase towards the um The condo. But even if it isn't, um, I think that Wendy is absolutely doing the same route that I consider doing with my niece, which is a one buying her, her first property when she's 18. Um, and, or, you know, because he is in school, she's again, paying for him to be uh, close by. I actually don't have a problem with how much she's, um, paying for, for, her, for her son to get established, I think, and I've mentioned this before, that is the right thing to do. And we've been having a little bit of conversations, too, about how you see how the role of education is so important, especially for men, because, you know, what you don't want is for someone like Kevin. Okay, so let me just kind of back up a little bit, too, to kind of add a little bit more f- um, fuel to the flame. Uh, earlier this morning... Uh, Bourbon Bougie cited an article by Fortune, uh, no, no, by Forbes, by Forbes or Fortune? I believe it was by Forbes. And it was talking about how men who do not have a college education are taking themselves out of the workplace because they feel that they cannot compete with their colleagues who have a college education. They are electing, self-electing to remove themselves from the workplace. And, but also the men who had a college education were shown to be getting 17% more increase in their salaries and wages. So this is, I think, you know, as much as there's a lot of talk about, you know, men don't really value education, this is important. And I've also talked a little bit about how up until the age of 25 like that's the best thing that we can do for our children or our future their brains are still developing right they're still um so that's the best time to be aggregating information i can say that even though you know i'm not in a human resources department i learned things like micro and macroeconomics i looked, learned to look at statistics and, and data and looking at reports and looking at a thesis and um How to come to a conclusion. And sometimes it's not always right. And forming critical thinking processes, right? So I think that that's the best thing for her to do. He's not out here like anybody else. I've also mentioned one of my other favorites in terms of how they're handling their children is Shaq. So yes, Shaq has all of these enterprises. I love that he said that each of his children have to go to to school, And um, there's also studies too. Uh, my dad talked about this when he was going to school. You know, it was very hard for him because he had a family and the the young kids um, and had to work. But when he was going to school, it was interesting because he's, you know, um, he went to school with wealthy kids, same same as me. With wealthy kids. And so not only would they have a top of the line access to technology for back what they had in the days, but the ch- those those students didn't have to work. And so they were able to dedicate hours to engaging with the with the material. And um and so there's actually studies, even as I was studying for my real estate renewal, um, I came across a fun fact. I think it was on on NeuroHacks, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all know I'm obsessed with with um, the stuff that he's been putting out lately. But um, it was talking about how you are more likely to retain more information if you are able to study for four hours and get a um, rest right thereafter, whether it's a 20-minute nap and then keep going. So there's something to be said about working and going through school. I think it's good to have a balance between the two. But if you're not having to, to um, focus so much on studying to where you're having to switch gears, I mean, on working and then having to switch gears and then study, now you can become really absorb the information the way that you really need to retain the information that you wait, the way that you really need to. I'm not saying don't have a job, but I'm saying that it's more to your advantage if you can kind of have that time to just apply yourself to the study. So I actually don't have a problem with it. And again, from a real estate perspective, I think it it's really a tragedy because and most of the, you know, y'all know I'm immersed mostly in, in the Black community. So these talking points, it's such a contrast to, you know, working with a broker that's white. Most of the people are white. Most of the people who do, you know, buy properties for their kids um, are white. You know what I'm saying? And, and so, but in the Black community, it's kind of like the opposite. I mean, we, we will do them everything else, right? We'll buy them Jordans, Nintendos and whatever else are out there but not really plan for their future not really have a trust fund set aside for them you know the wealthy i've talked about this before when i was um more involved in the insurance sector i remember um the my, the person in my upline and i liked her but i didn't like the her upline <laughs> um at the time she had like a 7 year old and an 8 year old and both of those kids had a policy over $100,000 um not not policy but their um their cash value amount right why is that important because when the, when both of those children um they're just a year apart but she set up a fund that would be applied for them um for the, for the, I can't talk right now, where money would be put into their account from the time that they were one and two years old, right? But that's not something that we do in the Black community, and it's part of the reason that not only are we not buying houses for ourselves, you know, um, one of the great greatest determinants of um, the net worth between the black community and white community is being able to own a home. That's why there's so much controversy surrounding, you know, concepts like redlining and banks not giving loans to, to um, qualified black um, people. Simply said this morning was doing a review on what's happening. As Furthermore, um, what's happening with Wendy, where it's kind of like a, you have to have white people managing your your money or or how they targeted her, I'm not a huge fan of Wells Fargo, I'm not a huge fan of a Bank of America. And um, very interesting uh information that was laid out by simply said regarding Wendy Williams. You'll want to go check her out because it's a unique perspective, and I am highly inclined to agree with her. But um, when you talk about I was talking about the redlining. Um, she also brought up that it's statistically shown that a white person making $30,000 is more likely to be given a bank loan to buy a house than a black person with a better credit score and a, and a a six figure income. Right. But with all of that being said, you know, it's important for us as black, as you know, in the black community to value home ownership. And I think, understand what it means for our children and again also I think that a lot of people um these these are power moves right like I said I learned about the strategy from my broker um and it is that when your child is going to college, in fact, when um this was like three, three or three, or could have been almost four years now. I remember he was so excited because he said, you know, I talk to parents all the time. And one of the, the, the contracts he was in, he was trying to find a, a house close to the college where their son was going to go to college. And um, and because they knew it would be lucrative and they understood that the cost would be lower and at the end of the four years that that child could either keep it or, um, rent it out or take out the equity on it or whatever, what have you. Um, and this is also my, the mentor, one of my mentors that, um, she, she's on the trading side of things. She took on this concept. And so she has bought, um, properties specifically close to college towns, um, One of them, she got like a whole sweep. She got like three units side by side by side, beautiful properties, perfect for college, perfect with included parking and everything. And it was in a different state than where she was. And so she had the realtor do all the paperwork and now she has rental income for that. And so she buys those all in different states. Sometimes parents will, you know, go to different states and have to depend on the realtor there. So I don't really have a problem with... um, with the sun with her, doing that, I wish that more of us would think more in that direction. If y'all are hating Wendy, you're gonna hate me because I already, I already planned from jump to get a property for my niece when she's 18. It's something that I'm working towards, and um, and if and when I can for the other God kids, one of my God kids is already um, into going into adulthood, but the other ones I have a little bit of time to work with and for that same exact reason. So I just wanted to kind of revisit that thinking. I think that, um, sometimes there's a difference between, um, somebody leeching off of you and your, and, or your child leeching off of you and, or coddling. And I think that the nuance here is your child is in school. They are in college. I and again, I think that there's something to be said about that child being able to dedicate themselves to their arts and and focus on their studies. Um, I think that it's also important for them to have like a part time job, just so that they're staying in tuned and or getting good internships. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I would try to do more internships. But again, I didn't really have all of the the networking. <laughs> capabilities that that, you know, most people do, but that's okay. Um, But if I had to do it over again, I would make sure that they're in an internship or somewhat immersed, so that they're kind of understanding what it means to have a supervisor, Um, the pride of getting their own paychecks. Is it going to cover their, their mortgage or their rent, or, you know, other expensive things? Probably not. But there's still a sense of pride and satisfaction that you get from, knowing that you're doing a good job somewhere especially if it's also aligned with with um you know whatever your degree or career you're trying to align yourself with so those are my two cents on that um it is a tragedy i've heard multiple several people kind of bash uh, kevin jr for it i think that the distinction for where a child would be getting coddled and or leeching is if they're not in school and then at that point you're just there's no point right so those are my thoughts until the next one bye